Our scripture for this morning comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verses 15 through 21. I will be reading from the New Revised Standard Version. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me. And those who love me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. The Word of God for us this morning. Thanks be to God. Today's scripture is full of conditional statements. If you love me, keep my commandments. Because I live, you will live also. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. There's a cause and effect in each one of these statements. There's a reason for what happens in the second part. The cause for our obedience to Jesus' commandments, according to the scripture, is not really duty or obligation. It's not our need to be right or do things correctly. It actually is the love that we have for Jesus Christ. Earlier in the scripture, it has already been established that we only love Jesus because Jesus loved us first. He showed us that first love. And Jesus' own obedience to the Father in coming into the world to save us was done out of love and not duty. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten Son. Jesus comes because God loves us. Children are loved by their parents before they ever arrive. We prepare baby rooms and, and get all excited during those nine months leading up to the birth. We do so many things to prepare for their arrival. And when they arrive, we shower them with our love and our attention. I can tell you that those are special moments when your child for the first time reaches up to you to be picked up or says mama or dada for the first time. It is just an overwhelming sense of being loved back after pouring so much love into your child. I can also tell you that as children are growing up, we continue to try to teach them right from wrong. We try to teach them to make good decisions and smart choices. We try to educate them on what is right before God. And as a parent, there is no prouder moment than to see your child make those right choices when they're old enough to make them for themselves. Parents will go to the end of the world for their children. Why? Because they're obligated? Because they have to? No. They do it because they love them. And their love is what moves them to do for their children. It is that same type of sacrificial love that moved Jesus to tell his disciples that he would ask the Father to send them another advocate. Another advocate because he had already come as an advocate for them. 
He had already come to advocate to them about the Father and to tell them about the coming kingdom of God. But now he was going to send them another advocate, one that would stay with them forever, the Spirit of Truth. He calls it the Spirit of Truth because the Spirit was to remind them of God's truth all the time. He was supposed to be the sticky note or the calendar pop-up or the symbol that would continually remind them of God's truth. We all need reminders, don't we? Because we do forget things. We have all kinds of symbols and ways to remember things nowadays. If you want to remember your appointment, you put it into your calendar and your phone so it'll give you a notification and, and let you know that your appointment is coming up. We have wedding rings that we were, if we were married, to remind us of our vows, that we love our spouse and that we committed to them for life. There are so many different things in our lives that serve as reminders because we need them. Without reminders, we would easily forget. These reminders are very important because they continually bring up the truths that we need to remember. Jesus wanted the spirit of truth to serve as a constant reminder of the love of God and the presence of God with us in our lives. The spirit of truth, as we also know it, the Holy Spirit, is an advocate for the truth. It is the presence of God with us, reminding us that we are His and He is ours. It reminds us of everything that Jesus did. It reminds us of what He taught us. It reminds us of how Jesus lived, died, and was raised again. The Holy Spirit brings to mind and heart all the truths of God, which happen to be very different from the truths of the world. In fact, our scripture even tells us that the world will not accept the spirit of truth because it does not see him or know him. It doesn't understand how this all works. Yet we, who have received the Holy Spirit, we who have experienced his presence in our lives, understand that he is real and he is really with us every single day to remind us of God's truth. Jesus knew that when it was time for him to leave after his resurrection and ascend and return back to the Father, the disciples would feel a sense of abandonment and loss. After all, they had spent three years with him in ministry, going wherever he went, seeing the incredible miracles, experiencing all of his teachings. They saw signs and wonders we can only imagine, and they woke up to Jesus and went to bed with Jesus and they were with Jesus all day long. And so you can imagine that Jesus understood the sense of abandonment and loss that they would feel once he was no longer physically with them and he had returned to the Father. So as that time was drawing near, Jesus wanted them to understand that he was not leaving them orphaned. He was not leaving them abandoned or alone. He wanted them to know that he would return, but in the meantime, he would leave them the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit, to empower them to live their lives, to follow his commandments, to love God and love their neighbors as themselves. At these times, this is such an encouraging word for us 
because we are going through many different things in which we need to know that we are not alone. Jesus has not abandoned us. He has not left us orphaned. The spirit of truth is still with us. God is still accompanying us through every single day. And God's presence is there to remind us of his promises in scripture, to encourage us to continue to love him by following his commandments. Before long, the world would not see Jesus, at least not physically. He would return to the Father and be gone from before his disciples. He wanted his disciples and us to know that even though we would not see him physically, we would still see Jesus in each other. We would still see him as he works through us to help those in need. We would still see him and experience him as we opened up the scriptures and studied God's word. We would still experience him as the Holy Spirit woke us up to a new day that God had given us. We would see him as God's life in Jesus Christ would flow through our life every single day. A famous Easter hymn says, Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Today, this scripture is encouraging us to live because he lives. To realize that just as the Father was with Jesus, he is here with us during these trying times. To remind us that we don't have anything to be afraid of because he is our strength. We have all been longing for a time in which we can return to corporate worship, to be back at the church building, to see each other coming in. We all miss it. We all miss, miss it and look forward to that day when we will finally be able to reopen. But today is not that day. You're watching me online. That day, though, is still coming. But right now, it is just much too risky there's too much risk of infection. There's too much risk of making those who are in our most vulnerable population sick with this virus. Today, we are to love Jesus and to love others by staying put. Our obedience to the stay-at-home order is not a sign of weakness, but of strength and of love. It is not a sign of fear, for we do not fear anything when God is with us. It doesn't mean that this thing is going to be easy. It doesn't mean that another month or more at home is not going to be hard to bear. But what makes this staying at home a little more bearable for you and I is knowing that we are not home alone. We are not orphaned. We are not abandoned. The Holy Spirit is with us. The presence of the living and risen Christ walks with us every single day. And that presence reminds us that we are loved and we can continue to love God back by the way we live our lives. Now I have to tell you, it is not enough to have God's commandments. We need to also keep them. In this we know that we are showing God we love Him. And we know that the commandments were summarized by Jesus in two things, 
Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. We can't say that we love God and not love people. And we can't say that we are people of faith and not trust God in difficult times. We can't proclaim to know the spirit of truth and then say that we are living in fear. We need to turn over all of those concerns to God. I pray today that you love Jesus and that in loving Jesus you continue to keep his commandment of loving your neighbor as you love yourself. Till we meet again, be blessed, be encouraged, and be empowered because you are not alone. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the gift of the Spirit of Truth, the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the daily reminders of your love, the daily reminders of your presence, the daily reminders of your promises. Help us to continue to go through our days loving you and loving our neighbors as we love ourselves. We pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.